Alright, um, welcome to, uh, the introduction of Minister Martyr. Um, I'll be honest, it's a new thing for me to do. Um, not very well versed in it. Kind of anxious, to be honest. But, anyway, um, this is just the intro to try to get you guys to understand who I am, um, the purpose of this, um, some little bit of history behind me and why I'm doing this. So, Minister Martyr, um, I was actually ordained by uh, Christian Ministries. So, Christian Ministries, um, after my ordination, I wanted to do something with church or something to do something being ordained, you know? Um, it, it's kind of like if you first become a cop, you get that badge, and you're like, you know, it's finally official. Well, I, you know, got my, you know, ordination, and I was like, oh, it's finally official. Let me do something with it, you know? And, um, you know, uh, I came from actually a background of psychology, um, I went to school for psychology, and uh, I plan to do something with that. Um, you know, incidents happened and stuff, and I ended up working at a job I didn't like. And after that, after a few different things, it led to me to do this. And, you know, I got ordained, and I didn't know what would be the best thing to do, especially for somebody with my anxiety, I guess you could say, you know, so I figured I'd do this, since there's no faces looking at me, you know, you guys can reply to me in an email or something, so the minister part is just because I've been ordained, and a little more history about, like, who I am is, uh, I was born in a Catholic church, or in the, in Catholicism, um, I never made my first communion or anything, and, uh, my mom took me to see a play called Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. After that play, um, you know, I was always an anxious child, so my mom told me stories and stuff about how I went above in the church in front of a bunch of people to get... Um, born again and take the salvation prayer and all that so after that you know I was a kid you know so I didn't really I guess know fully what I what I was doing at the time but you know I um I grew up watching horror movies uh, I still love that genre um still watch horror movies today and the big concept that I love about it is the good versus evil part of it. You know, you'll have like movies like The Exorcist or Constantine or um, even the Conjuring movies where you have these demonic entities that need to be beaten. And I've always been kind of interested in the supernatural part of the Bible and everything. That being said... Um, I will bring a little bit of that into the show later down the line, but I can't um, 
talk too much about it right now, just because this is just the introduction. But, um, yeah. So, after that, you know, went to college, uh, no, I went to high school. Um, I met uh, this kid named Seth that took me to his church. At that point in time, I was kind of, I guess you could say I wasn't really a big church goer, but after I met Seth, I started going to his church, which was a Baptist church, and I really liked the pastor. He was really funny, and it drew you in. It wasn't like the other churches I'd been to where it was just kind of like talking. My parents went to a church called Crossway, and I didn't like it at all, but the... um. The Baptist one I really, really enjoyed. The um, the pastor, um, I got to know him a little bit because you know we talked, and he would always take the time to sit out, sit down, and talk to you um, if you're ever confused about the Bible and stuff. Now, granted, I didn't think a lot of his advice was the best advice, but he definitely is passionate about the faith, you know, and you can see it when he talks. He had this way about him where he would trail off when he was trying to give a sermon. He'd just be like, you know, so if Jonah did this and Elijah did this, and why is this happening? And he's like, I would kick Elijah, you know, but he's like, I have to be a good Christian. I can't do that. And, it would be fu- it's funny because as a pastor he shows you the um the faults of humans at the same time as showing you you know having you laugh during you know the sermon so you you kind of get like uh it's kind of like in psychology they say the, the best stories are the ones that you remember, and it's usually the ones that will make you laugh or scared or something like that. It's it's more like like uh, like a recall, you know. And the way that he preaches, it stays with you, you know. And I, I just always admired that about him. So after that, um, I went to college led me back to uh, eventually becoming uh, ordained and I didn't know what to do with the ordination I was thinking about becoming a pastor but I have trouble getting in front of people so I figured you know what maybe a podcast would be the better thing to do um, I can tell you I've always wanted to do something um for God. I mean, even as a kid, my mom would tell me I was preaching in my backyard, you know, and, um, I I am currently working on a fantasy based comic, but it's, you know, it's like a graphic novel that's supposed to welcome people into, um, faith, try to make them curious about things. I'm trying to work on it the best I can, and I'm praying that God guides me with it. Um, 
you know, doing this podcast and I'm trying to be a better person every day. Um, the martyr part of this is, um, there's a guy that came in the first century. So this guy, um, was named Justin Martyr and he essentially, um, he was born a pagan. So his belief system wasn't of Christianity. He wasn't grown to believe in God or Jesus, or any of that. And as he grew, he wanted to be a philosopher. And um, they have a couple books about him. Um, They have the Dialogue with Trifo, and the First and Second Apologies. And he is basically the founder of the apologetics, um, or the apologists. And... Um, An apologist is basically a discipline um, that the Christians have that they can defend um, the faith, you know, um, in rational ways. And, uh, you know, there's like a lot of people that will argue against creationism versus uh, scientific, um, you know, scientific theories and stuff like that, if you take it into play, like, the Big Bang Theory or the Multiverse Theory, stuff like that. Um, the, uh, the apologists are the ones that are supposed to counter those arguments with other basis that will not disprove the scientific theories, but at the same time make them question themselves. Um... Like, you know, I recently got into a debate with an atheist, and the atheist, it was very, uh, she, she hated religion, you know, and, you know, I could understand some people hating it and all that, but she just had this distaste for it. It was so bad that I never understood why, you know? And she wasn't raised in any faith or anything, so she had no reason to really do it. She just blamed all the bad things in the world to be on faith. So in that kind of case, I asked her, I'm like, if you hate religion so much, why are you blaming God if you don't believe he exists? And that's essentially what an apologist is, a person that will question the other person to make them think about their answers. She responded to that saying she's trying to put herself in my shoes to be a believer. Well, at the end of the day, I didn't, you know, turn her, you know, into somebody that believes in faith, but I turned her around and made her realize that you can't hate religion. You can only hate the people that use it in a negative way. And if you do have any questions or concerns about that, you know, you can always email. But besides that, um, Justin Martyr, um, he um, became Christian and um, he uh, was disgusted by the, um, the Roman persecution of Christians. And... Um, 
in the first century, he wrote the first and second apologies, um, basically to the Roman government to say that they are wrong and they need to stop persecuting Christians, killing them, arresting them, lighting them on fire, you know, the usual uh, horrible, tormented stuff that they would do. And um, he ended up dying. He got captured by the uh, Roman government. They ended up killing him and a lot of his followers. But his um, apologies ended up getting found in history. And they were indoctrinated, and he was regarded as a a saint um, uh, by the Catholic Church. So, this podcast, the purpose to it is just to try to bring everybody a little closer to God, to kind of understand certain parts in the Bible that may confuse you. Um, I know that there's plenty of parts in the Bible that that once confused me. I have done, you know, a lot of extensive research and everything, Um And I want to try to explain to you the various different faiths and how they are approached in a similar fashion to the Bible that will be confusing to some people. But I'm going to show you why they're confusing and what you shouldn't be, like, looking into. Um, A big case of it is... You might find something, you know, in history or read something in history that says, you know, for example, like the the Crusades that happened. You know, everybody knows of the Holy Crusades. That doesn't mean Christians are out to kill people. It doesn't mean that the Christianity faith as a whole is a bloody religion that wants to kill people. That was an event that happened by somebody that was using the faith in a negative manner. Um, the best way I can put it is if the Bible is a gun and the gun and the Bible sitting on a table, if a good person picks it up, he's going to teach people to respect it, to not use it as a weapon, but only as a defense. And that's what the apologists do. They use the Bible as a defense. But then you're going to have other people that are going to take use the Bible, and they're going to use it for their purpose, which would be control. And essentially, if you have a gun and you rob a bank, you can control the setting in that area for a certain amount of time. Eventually, the truth will rise above it and take it out. So... That's happened many times during the Bible. That's happened many times in history. And the, the way that I'm explaining that is, like, if you are robbing a bank with a gun and using the Bible as a weapon, it's not going to end well for the person using it as a weapon. Because the Bible is a guide for how we're supposed to live our lives. And... Anybody who uses it in a negative purpose, the purpose it wasn't put on the earth for, 
is not carrying out God's will um, justly, you know? It's not justified in that manner. So, you know, at the end of this, you know, I just want to try to bring everybody a little bit closer. You know, subscribe, follow, like, don't, (laughs) you know, whatever you guys feel. Um... I'm doing this on my own time because I want to try to do something back for the world and for the community, for God. And um, I do hope if you guys do continue listening, you enjoy it. And you can email me at ministermartyr at gmail.com. Once I get on the email, I'll respond to it as promptly as I can. And enjoy the rest of the episodes.